the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When you think chocolate, you think chocolate Easter bunnies. You don't think super high quality chocolate with the Easter bunny. When you think chocolate, you think Hershey's in your childhood, Hershey bars, and how amazing they were and magical. You get a little bit older and you're like, mmm, Scharfenberger, high end chocolate. Let's talk chocolate with Jessica Ferger. Jessica, Hi, how are good you? Morning. Good morning. Good. How are you? Tell us a little bit about what you do and who you do it for. Um, well, I'm a staff writer at Newsweek, and I primarily cover health and science. And obviously, one of the big things in health is food, and the food we eat um, is changing and very impacted by um, technology. Um, so the story that I've written is about the science behind chocolate and how the industry is using science, particularly genetic analysis, to improve the quality of chocolate. And when you're talking genetic analysis, you're talking about on the on the chocolate itself, on the cocoa? Um, on the, well, well, cocoa and chocolate is made from um, the cacao fruit. So, and cacao is grown in um, uh, uh, Latin America, in South America, in Africa, and Hawaii. Um, there's one kind of cacao tree, but there's many different types. There's many varieties. And the industry up until now has been mostly concerned with propagating trees that yield a lot of crop and that are disease and uh, drought resistant um, because there's obviously a huge demand for chocolate. Um, and as a result, the quality has really suffered. And the genetic research is trying to get some of the um, qualities to stand out more on high-end flavors? Yeah, so the the um, initiative that I wrote about, it's um, a partnership between the fine chocolates industry and the USDA's Agricultural Research Services. And what they're doing is they're using genotyping to identify the fine flavored cacaos in the world. Genotyping has been used by the industry, such as Hershey's and Lint, um, but primarily to, to find the trees that would be the, the, the most, the trees that would produce the most crop. Um, so the initiative is to identify the, the heirloom cacaos and with the hopes that um, first that the industry can um, start to produce chocolate that's of higher quality, um, and also to encourage farmers to um, sustain these, these better crops. 
you start off your article in Newsweek in one of your buzzwords, you bring up the buzzwords, artisanal, small batch, fair trade. Then your next sentence is you're basically calling them a sham. Um, why do you go that direction? Or wh- what do we need to know about that? Um, well, I think it, it goes back to quality. One of the um, one of the trends we're seeing right now in fine chocolate for so long, people, and I'm sure you remember that fine chocolate, you go to a little boutique store and you buy these beautiful mm-hmm. um, little truffles um, packaged in beautiful paper and wrapped in a bow, and they maybe have, you know, almonds or other nuts or delicious creams and caramels, but the the fine chocolate industry is has really taken a turn um, to kind of to strip down what what fine chocolate is. So, you know, we hear a lot the bean to bar business, and chocolate makers are um, making their own chocolate for, from scratch. Fine chocolate makers have um, mostly so, so we're talking chocolatiers. Um, They've mostly all gotten their chocolate from the same supplier. So what happens is is um, the farmers pick the fruit. There are these giant um, pods that look like Nerf balls, and they um, take the seeds, which is what you know cacao is made from or, or cocoa is made from in chocolate, and you dry them out, and you have to process them. Um, and what's happened in the industry so far is that um, – one company or a couple of a handful of companies would actually make the chocolate and then sell the chocolate in bulk to chocolatiers who would make it. But now we're seeing companies like Dandelion in San Francisco um, make their own chocolate from scratch. So what they're doing is they're getting the dry cacao and they're processing it and then they're making their own bars. And what's interesting is that we're seeing chocolate where there's only two ingredients in the bars. There's cocoa, there's cacao, and there's sugar. It's interesting because you start quoting how much some bars are actually going for. There's kind of a currency tied towards the quality. And I think at one point in your article you refer to one bar could cost as much as $260, and it instantly sells out. Um, is this the industry basically trying to monet- not monetize, but... Um, uh, Bring in super high-end profits. Yeah, I think I think one of the things with this initiative is that it's it's really an effort from the fine chocolate industry to to um, do a little bit of new marketing and maybe um, sort of reinvent the profile of fine chocolate. And um, you know, we've seen this in a lot of food industries. We've seen it in craft beer, and we've seen it in wine. And I think coffee. Probably what what we've seen most in recent years is the specialty coffee yeah. industry, which is just booming. Um, and all of that has started, you know, for so long. People drank Folgers, and Folgers was good because that's what there was. Or, um, and you know, and then Starbucks came along, and it's just gotten fancier and fancier, and then consumers start demanding better coffee. Um, You know, there's plenty of people who will say Starbucks is gross, but, you know, 10 years ago it was amazing coffee. So I think part of it is is retraining the palates of consumers to want better chocolate. Silly question. Is this a play on millennials? Because we keep hearing how every food company is trying to strip out salt. They're trying to strip out artificial flavors trying to you know make it as organic as possible now because the millennials insist on it 
is a Hershey bar too trashy for a millennial? And is that why we're creating $200 chocolate bars? Um, huh. Well, I think, I think I that, well, first of all, I think that things like Hershey bars, there's, you know, there's always going to be this nostalgia and a love for, for that kind of product. But I think a lot of it has to do with um, people wanting to um, live healthier lifestyles and eat um, better. And obviously organic food is of big interest to everyone. Um, and, you know, a lot of it I think is, is we hear the buzz when it comes to diet of eating a diet that's clean. And I think that this is actually a really good example of it because you have companies that are making bars where there's, you know, complete transparency. There's like, this is, you know, cacao and this is sugar and that's all you're getting. Um, so it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, a, a reflection of the modern diet, but then also I think um, a reflection of kind of wanting to get back to the art and craft of, you know, producing a classic product. Is there anything else that you want to tell us about your article, Jessica? It's Jessica Ferger, staff writer at Newsweek. Why does your chocolate taste so bad? Anything last insights? Well, I, you know, I'm, I cover mostly health, and I think it's probably worth pointing out that, you know, a really good dark chocolate that's maybe, you know, 75% or higher in cocoa and low in sugar, that's, it's become a, a staple in, um, in health food stores, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a very good thing to have one or two ounces of chocolate. Chocolate has tons of antioxidants and uh, flavanols are um, really, you know, crucial for um, preventing, you know, damage on a cellular level. And there's been studies that say that a couple of ounces of chocolate has the same amount of antioxidants as, a, as you know, some of the super fruits. Um, and chocolate is, you know, is a great treat and it's good to prevent, you know, cardiovascular disease and cancer. So there's no reason to skip it. Sounds good. Thanks very much. It's Jessica Ferger with Newsweek. Um, that's a lot of information about chocolate. I myself grew up with a love affair of like Easter chocolate. I don't know about you, Tony, but I'm going nostalgic on and these little chocolate Easter eggs were so horrible. Um, I think they were aged like one minute kind of thing. And I don't know if you age chocolate, but it just feels like, oh, wow. But it was tasty. Yeah, I was always looking for that little nugget inside. I'm not a nougat. A, I'm not a big fan yet of uh, the idea of paying $260 for a bar of chocolate. Yeah, I was reading the article along with you, and that, that seems pretty outrageous. People can find out more by going to Newsweek. Um, and again, who doesn't like a good Twix bar, Milky Way, or M&M's? Reminds us of our childhood. Um, when you think chocolate, you think you know Hershey's, you think Mars, you think Lint, you think Sharpenberger. Um Newsweek has a lot of great articles. Newsweek and Businessweek, um, I like very much so. Um, IB Times, if you give it a chance, I think you'll find the IB Times very interesting. Um, I'm always real pleased with that. You can get your calls on the show today, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Did you know Walmart averages a profit of about $1.8 million every hour? That's why you want to start a business. If that doesn't tell you why you want to start a business, I don't know what will. I've been talking a lot recently about income stocks and dividend stocks. And if you buy you know, 100 shares of Apple and it pays a 2.2% dividend, you have $100, or let's say you have $100 worth, and you get $2.20 for doing nothing. 
you have a side business that's creating income it's called a portfolio in this case an income portfolio i like the idea of paying yourself i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more find us online at robblack.com that's robblack.com Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.